What am I required to do today to fully honor the divine feminine that lives within me? This is the Alchemized Life Podcast. I'm your host, Ava Johanna, and I am so grateful to have you here joining me for yet another soul expansive conversation. My intention with every episode is to show you through storytelling and in-depth conversations that you, yes, you, are capable of creating anything you desire. Alongside yours truly, you'll hear from thought leaders and industry voices, and together we will teach you how to come alive in your authentic expression and remember the infinite power of your soul. We're covering topics like wealth, worthiness, the pursuit of your passions, and you'll be inspired to break all the rules of living an ordinary life. You were truly put on this planet to have it all. The thriving spiritual practice, the steamy relationship, the income, and the impact. So together, let's align with our divine selves and alchemize your life. Welcome back to The Alchemized Life. I am doing a little sing-songy, I guess, today. <laughs> oh, my goodness, you guys. So I'm recording this on Thursday before the Monday that this episode is released. Yesterday was the first day of the Academy of Breath, and oh my goodness. Okay, so for those of you that are inside AOB, y'all are amazing. Like, next level, amazing, magical, just cool people. And it always amazes me, like really amazes me to see who joins and know that everyone that's there is there with so much like purpose. And there's no coincidence as to why those that signed up signed up. And I just feel like this group is so amazing and I'm just really excited for the next eight weeks. But that's not why I'm here to talk to you all today. I just had to share that because I'm still flying so high from our first call and just this first week inside this delicious container. There's 76, oh my gosh, 76 human beings inside of this round of the Academy of Breath. And, oh, I'm so grateful. So, so, so grateful to know that there are going to be 76 new meditation and breathwork teachers entering the world in just two months. It's amazing. So amazing. (sighs) So today I wanted to talk to all of you about divine feminine energy and what it means to live in the embodiment of the divine feminine. I saw a post yesterday on Instagram kind of calling out a lot of people that say that they lead from the divine feminine but really aren't actually embodying the divine feminine in business and I was like, "Ooh, yes, that is that is very true. That is very very true." Because I think that what we love to do is latch on to these trendy terms and these trendy titles without fully understanding or embodying what they actually mean. And I know from personal experience, having tried on many different titles and many different hats, there's something 
so special about what it means to live through the lens of the divine feminine. And I'm going to share with you what that actually means today and how to heal aspects of you that might not fully be resonating or vibrating in that level or in that space. But for those of you that have businesses, you know, there's something special that happens when you truly start to embody your title and what that title actually means. So, so much further than just like the words that you choose to call yourself, but how those words actually leave an imprint on you on a day-to-day basis, how you show up as a woman or as a human being, as how you show up as a leader, whether that be with your children or with your career with your community online, how you show up in partnership, whether you be single or dating or married, how you show up in friendships, you know, this work isn't just, I'm sorry, but this work isn't just about what we call ourselves and show up and do on social media. And I think that that's, what's so powerful about the people that do actually embody their work and practice what they preach and are walking testimonials for what they do is that you can feel it. You can feel it so much from those people. And, you know, I had somebody reach out sharing that they had kind of similar um, verbiage to me with this upcoming program that I am going to be releasing. And I'll talk a little bit about it in this episode, actually, this upcoming weekend immersion that I'm doing. And it was so interesting to receive that message because at the end of the day, two people could be saying the same exact things, but it could feel completely different. And that's embodiment. It's the energy behind what you are saying. It's the energy behind who you are. It's who you are off of the screens that is like who you actually are, you know? And so I want to, I felt inspired and like thought it would be a fun episode to kind of talk about what the hell divine feminine actually is so that those of you that are interested in it or maybe have been seeing a lot of people talking about it or maybe you have even been calling yourself a divine feminine, whatever that might be, and can really start to not just use words, but embody the words, embody the actions, embody what it means to live and breathe and and resonate in that space. And I am coming from a place of full compassion and love. For those of you that have been following the podcast for a while, y'all know it has taken me a while to get to this space and I am continuing to be challenged and tested and given opportunities to lean into this work even further because of course that which we are called to teach is what we need to learn the most and as leaders, we are always going to be given the greatest opportunities, the greatest challenges, the biggest adversities in order to really, really learn our shit so that we can be even greater leaders, even greater leaders, because we want to be able to deal with the wide range of experiences that our clients, our students, our community, our friends, our partners, our family members are going to experience and be able to hold space for them and say, I know what it's like. I've been there as well too. And here's an available solution or way to see this 
to support you in navigating this. You know what I mean? And so that's just a little call out as well, too, for those of you that are navigating anything right now. If you are a leader, it's not that you don't know your shit. It's that God, universe, source, divine gives us the biggest adversity so that we can learn it the best. Because when we learn it the best, we teach it the best. You know what I mean? So anyways, what I've been called to learn is really how to step out of incredibly toxic and wounded masculine energy and lean more into my feminine. And I believe that a lot of this comes back to healing my younger self, my inner child, healing my uh, lineage and the generations of women that came before me and the lack of safety that women overall on the globe have felt for years and years and years and years and years to heal all of that so that being feminine, living in that space of intuition and creativity and fluidity and dealing with, with a lot of the unseen can rise again and can thrive again. And, you know, if we look back at the past, <clears throat> I don't know, I'm just going to say a hundred years for now, but I know that it's been even longer than that, again, thousands of years. But if we look back at even the last hundred, hundred years, we have not lived in, for those of us in our Western modern world, we have not lived in a space where it has been celebrated or even been safe to lean into your feminine. And before I dive deeper into this, let me just give a little disclaimer that we all have masculine and feminine energy inside of us. I assume that most of you know, but if you don't know, putting it all out there, we all have masculine and feminine energy inside of us. It's the polarity and that exists within each and every one of us. And I'll talk a little bit about what the masculine is. Um, and I want to talk mostly about the feminine today, but we all have these energies inside of us. And for me, and a lot of people, especially those of you that have had corporate jobs in the past or have had very structured upbringings um, going into, you know, a university or a college even, it's all structured from this very masculine place. And this doesn't necessarily mean, although it is true that um, it has been easier for men, um, in, instead looking at it from this space of very much all of the world around us has been built upon what you can see, the very logical, the very strategic. Um, when you think about the structure of even how we are brought up through a traditional education system, it is all very linear and um, all very by the book, very logical. Again, not a lot of room for flexibility or interpretation. And that is a very masculine dominant energy. And so of course, so many of us are going to grow up in that space and we're going to lean into our masculine more because that's what we have been shown is correct and acceptable and right. Whereas I remember when I was growing up, that which leaned more feminine, which is fluid and intuitive and creative and, and, and um, expressive, was kind of looked at as 
out there, esoteric or, no, excuse me, not esoteric, eccentric. You know, um, my grandma, she used to go down onto the beach and do qigong and be moving her body and doing these moving meditations and breath work. And um, she looked wild to me. I was like, this is wild. And earlier last week, I was meditating down on the beach and I opened my eyes and I saw this woman, this beautiful older woman on the beach doing these amazing dance moves where she was just like moving her body, expressing herself, sticking her hands in the sand. And if I would have seen that five years ago, I would have been like, that woman looks crazy. That woman looks crazy. But now, because I know what embodiment work is, I know how important it is to move the body as a form of moving energy, moving and releasing, I know how important expressing is, the expression of emotion is. I looked at her with so much reverence and just in awe. And even in that moment, I was like, oh my gosh, I could do that. I want to do that. I want to lean into more of that. Now I do that in my bedroom and I do that in the living room. Um, and I do that when music is on inside of my home, but even that next level of expression just out in public on the beach is just, it was so beautiful to see. But at the same time, I know that there were people on the beach that were like, what is that woman doing? Because we live in a society where that type of expression is looked at as different. And so I want you to know if you are feeling unsafe in expressing yourself and your emotions, if you are feeling unsafe in trusting yourself, if you are feeling like the outside world needs to validate you in order for you to feel like you are good enough or that you are at the right point in your life and on schedule, I want you to know that that is so normal to feel that way. And it's kind of the only option that many of us have been given based off of our surroundings. And so let's all just take a deep breath in. And in this moment, just letting yourself off the hook for any agreements that have been unconsciously made based on your upbringing and the world that has been created around you. Because we get to change all of that now. We get to start to take the steps together today to bring more of that divine feminine into your life. And, you know, this entire talk is really, in this conversation, this podcast episode is really inspired by my upcoming weekend immersion, the Divine Femme. And this is really for entrepreneurs and business owners that are ready to bring being a woman back into their business. It's going to be a two-day business initiation on February 20th and 21st, and we're going to be focusing the weekend on letting the feminine lead in business, activating your creative queen so you can show up online from a place of this grounded knowing, which is really the vibe of, I know what I'm doing is enough to reach my goals, and magnetism, which is that seductress queen vibes that make people line up to work with you, which is just so, so fun. Um, and there's going to be breathwork, intensive, a conscious container workshop for creating group offerings and learning the importance of 
also bringing the divine masculine into your containers and to your clients. And we're also going to do a workshop on allowing the feminine to lead and shedding the overly dominant wounded masculine tendencies that I kind of just talked about right now that also keep us stuck in being creative and stuck in our income potential and stuck in how building a sex successful business online should look. So if you guys are interested in that, I'm going to leave a link in the show notes. It's February 20th and 21st. It's going to be um, over the weekend, and I'm really, really excited. It's going to be a very beautiful and intimate weekend immersion or initiation. But anyways, so when we think about the divine feminine, what we're really starting to call forward is the version of ourselves that has healthy boundaries and can communicate those boundaries not from a place of reaction, but from a place of that grounded knowing that you are worthy. The divine feminine is self-validating. So especially when it comes to if you have your own business, maybe you do a workshop or an Instagram live or you, um, ooh, even perfect, you post a post on Instagram and the divine feminine knows that that post is gold and doesn't need any number of likes or any number of comments in order to be validated in what they shared and the power of their words. The divine feminine can also say no when needed. You know, that comes back to having healthy boundaries. Knowing when to say no is not being selfish. It's not not caring about the other people in your life. It is having healthy boundaries with yourself, practicing that self-love so that we're also being an example for those around us and not a martyr. Divine feminine is also someone who honors emotions and expressive, you know? The beauty of being in the divine feminine and also it's like a, a flip of a coin, you know, is that you begin feeling more. There aren't these walls up around how you feel where you're not even being honest with yourself and just kind of bypassing or thinking about just dealing it later, but instead feeling in the moment, because as we feel in the moment, it allows whatever that is kind of hitting any wounds that we have to move through us so much faster. And that's so important, especially for those of us that have businesses. We don't want to just push it all under the rug when we're feeling doubt or scared or when we feel imposter syndrome or are second guessing ourselves or are wondering if it's actually going to work, you know, we don't want to just push all of that under the rug. We want to deal with that in the moment because when we deal with it in the moment, we neutralize the intensity of the emotion. And through the neutralization of the emotion, we're able to choose something new. And the choosing of something new is how we start to shift our mindset, our beliefs. And through the shifting of our mindset and beliefs, we shift our actions. And when we're taking bigger actions that feel more expansive and feel driven by this more powerful belief versus this um, negative doubt, then the magnetism of that action becomes so much more bolder, so much more um, tangible, so much more attractive to whatever process you're moving through. And perfect example would be my first few days of my AOB launch. I set a goal for myself and I 
assigned a lot of meaning to that goal. And I had all of these expectations of how the first day of the launch was going to go. And I usually had done six week launches for AOB and it was only going to be about two weeks long. And so I was like, ah, there's going to be so many people rolling in every single day. Oh my gosh, it's going to be amazing. And blah, 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 blah. And then on the first day, it was not what I expected. And so I started putting all of this pressure on myself. I started getting into this feeling of being overly critical and um, very judgmental against myself. I started seeking validation and overly looking at my stats on my Instagram stories or on my posts because, yes, that is a way of seeking validation if we're doing it from a place of, of uh, neediness or wanting those numbers to tell us something different about what we're feeling. And that's all wounded fem feminine. So wounded feminine is the judgmentalness. Judgmentalness? I don't know if that's a word. <laughs> Judgmental against yourself and against others. It's overly critical. It's it's the it's the needy energy or seeking that validation. It's indecisiveness. It's dramatic and searching for chaos. You know, I know so many, so many people that are just overly dramatic that when, and I'm sure you know these people too, that once one bad thing happens, then it clears up, then they're searching for that next bad thing to happen. You know, I have some friends that every single time I text them and check in on them, the first thing out of their mouth is something negative and that's wounded feminine. And I have so much compassion as well for being in the ebb of life, but we all know that there's suffering that is part of the human condition and then suffering that we just opt in for and bring upon ourselves for no apparent reason besides creating more drama and being addicted to the drama. Anyways, so maybe you know some people in your life like that. <laughs> so that's all wounded feminine. And so you can see that the wounded feminine, when we start to heal that and transform that and move into the divine feminine, it's really healing so much of the, of the polarization of these different qualities. So it moves from being ne having needy energy to having a deep groundedness in your self-worth and knowingness that you are good. There's also, you know, this idea of going from this place of, um, seeking validation to knowing how to self-validate yourself or even having victim mentality, moving from victim mentality into, you know, knowing that you don't need to get carried away in worry or lack. So these are different ways that we move from the, from the dichotomy really of the wounded feminine, which is on one side of the spectrum into the divine feminine, which is on the other side of the spectrum. Overall, that feminine energy, when you're in it, you're more intuitive, you're flexible, you're nurturing, you're soft, you're expressive, you're emotional, you're patient. Um, and so one of the things that has been interesting for me going back to the launch was that part of those first 72 hours of the launch, I knew that I wanted to do this launch from a completely feminine place, like fully in intuitively guided, um, not focusing on what I had done before, but really creating new ideas and new ways to get people in, um, not showing up constantly or feeling like I had to be glued to my computer. I probably worked 
every day for maybe an hour or so. I had nothing on my schedule um, because I wanted the space to be in my feminine. I didn't want to just have busy work. Um, I didn't want to be exhausted by the end of the launch. And so what that came with, though, is the spaciousness of knowing that when we have space, we will feel. When we have space, we will be more creative. When we have space, we will likely be more emotional because we're going to have greater awareness as to how we are feeling, what's coming up for us. And so there's this, I guess, <laughs> caution sign that goes with this. Not that, a, not that it's a bad thing though. Like we don't want to have walls up and not be able to express ourselves. But the thing that I didn't realize in the beginning is that when we ask to be in this more feminine space, this divine feminine space, what also comes with that is knowing that we will, as we increase our capacity to receive amazing, beautiful, intuitive downloads and create, create creative ideas and um, greater feelings of love and pleasure, we're also increasing our bandwidth and our ability to receive um, intense emotions as well, too. And that's not a bad thing. It's just we can't say, oh, I only want to feel the good things. I don't want to feel the bad things. That's not being in the divine feminine. The divine feminine has reverence for the entire spectrum of emotions and also knows that there's no reason to get caught up in any of the emotions because they are all impermanent and they all ebb and flow. And so part of divine feminine embodiment is your ability and willingness to show up for the entire range of emotions, to keep yourself open, to keep yourself in this receptive place, to keep yourself flexible and patient as well too. And that is huge, 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 because I see so often so many people online that are saying that they're working with the divine feminine but are shutting themselves down from actually feeling the discomfort of lower vibrational or negative emotions. And that might look like bypassing, you know, it could be spiritual bypassing. It could be um, not being willing to speak to a discomfort in their life or not being willing to admit that there is anything happening or that they're feeling or navigating. And of course, I'm not saying that you need to share all the things in your life. This is more just the um, observations that I have had over the past couple of weeks. Um, so with that being said, how do we hold space for ourselves? Obviously, everyone's schedule looks different. But what I highly suggest, at least to start, is carving out at least, at least one day a week this is what I started with. One day a week, Sunday nights, I would make myself a bubble bath, put on some good music, get inside that bubble bath, light a candle, have some like vibey Epsom salts or something like that, and, and just make it a whole vibe in there and just spend the time in the bath doing whatever I felt like doing. Sometimes it's just breathing. Sometimes it's self-pleasure. Sometimes it's just moving my hips because as we move our hips, it just awakens our womb space and that power from our genitals and that power, especially for those of us that are women or women passing, is so powerful to awaken. That is our feminine energy. It is our creative energy. And it feels really good, too, because as we tap into our body in a sensual way, as we start to feel our body 
through the physical sensations, we also create space to feel our body through the emotions, which eventually turn into physical sensations anyways. But so carving out one day a week to start if you are very, very limited on time. And that doesn't, if you don't have a bathtub, carve out one day a week where you close the door to one room in your space, put on music, make it super vibey. I'll light a candle. I'll also put on my diffuser. I'll light some Palo Santo. I'll put on music and I'll just move my hips and dance around my office. And I do this every single morning and I just put on one song. And within that one song, I am allowing myself to feel whatever I'm feeling. If I am feeling something negative, I allow myself to feel it. I move my hips. I move my hands. I shake the energy off of me. So very much like you would kind of shake your hands if they were um, wet after washing them at like a gas station or something. And there's no, <laughs> I don't know why this, um, this specific analogy came up, but if there was no paper towel and you needed to shake your hands, something like that, just moving your body and shaking the energy off of you and moving also in an intuitive way where it's like, you don't need to know where your body's going, close your eyes and just allow your body to move however it wants to. And just this movement alone is so powerful for tapping us into the body. Because when we think about emotions, emotions and expressing ourselves all comes from the body. And even as I'm sitting here, I'm moving my hips, I'm moving my torso. And I know that as I am moving, I am also creating space for the divine to flow through me and share the words that you need to hear. And so, Space in the body creates space in the mind, it creates space in the heart. And within that space, we have greater ability to hear our intuition. And from that space, <laughs> how many times can I say space? From that space, from that place, hearing our intuition, we then take action upon our intuition. And the more that we take action upon and honor our intuition and what we, what we receive, we know the stronger it gets. And the more that we start to step into that space of deep self-trust, deep, deep, deep self-trust, which is part of being in the divine feminine. And part of listening to the intuition is being able to tap into fluidity because your intuition can strike you with a new direction in any moment and part of tapping into divine feminine is acting from a space of flexibility, acting from an inner knowing and a space of flexibility. And what's really beautiful about working with the feminine is that it really is working with the unseen more than what is logically only there in front of you. And it's like tuning in versus tuning out. You know, whereas the masculine is much more, well, what's in front of us? What is what worked in the past? Um, what is going to be the best to create structures and foundations, which are important as well, too. I'm not I'm not poo pooing on the masculine at all, by the way. Um, but the feminine is more tuning in, which is that self-validation, that intuition, that self-trust and really is calling us to work with what's unseen. And so sometimes that means that what you receive doesn't make sense and it doesn't like it doesn't click together logically, but the feminine doesn't always make sense. But it's about feeling. It doesn't make sense to the mind, but it makes sense to the body. 
Does that make sense? (laughs) And so I want you to start working with this this week, you know, work with moving your body, bringing the emotions into your body and moving your body with intention of allowing yourself to feel fully. And after you are feeling fully through this practice, whatever the practice might be, whether you're taking a bubble bath once a week or you're moving your body daily to a song, from there, just sitting and receiving putting a hand on the heart and sitting and receiving, receiving how it felt to move your body, receiving any thoughts that are flowing through you, receiving any more emotions that are coming up, receiving, receiving, receiving. And from that space, asking, and you can ask this on a daily basis, what am I required to do today? to fully honor the divine feminine that lives within me. What am I required to do today to fully honor the divine feminine that lives within me? So that's a quick question that you can ask yourself daily. And then again, it's honoring by acting, not just receiving and saying, okay, cool, that doesn't make sense or that makes me uncomfortable or blah, 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 but receiving being gracious and thankful that you are receiving because the more that we speak to it, the more aware we become of it in moments where we need it and allowing it to be manifested into the world. So what I mean by that is not just keeping it inside of you, not just keeping it in a journal, but allowing whatever you receive to manifest in the world through your actions. (sighs) And working with this is so beautiful and so fun. You know, I had this full idea when I first started my business that I had to be working long hours and stay up until two in the morning and follow everyone else's strategy and talk about myself in this way and hit these types of stats and this is my new title and blah, 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 blah. You know, just just the stuff that felt so cagey. You know, it made me feel very cagey. And as I started really learning these practices, learning how to take a step back, learning how to be okay in the stillness and the spaciousness versus just hop into one activity to the next or one to-do list to the next, I found so much more success in my business, so much more, um, magnetism in my business. So what I mean by that is that I didn't have to try so hard to welcome new clients into my space or to fill my programs. Um, you know, this Academy of Breath launch, I, like I said, I worked maybe an hour every single day. There were days when I had nothing on my calendar and it did better than every other program, every other round of the Academy of Breath. It was a shorter launch and it was so easy and so beautiful and so fun. And I was able to create really intimate connections with basically every person before I even opened the program, which made me feel so much more connected to everyone. And I know that it brought so much more excitement into the program as well, too, for those that are inside of it. Because I wasn't just focusing on doing, doing, doing. I was focusing on on nurturing the people that were inside. And it was beautiful. And every single launch that I do, 
becomes more and more successful because I lean further and further, further into this work. And, you know, that's really why I was inspired to create the Divine Femme weekend immersion because I wanted to create a space for you to feel safe to explore true divine feminine embodiment, true emotional empowerment, true expression, and through your experience of it, learn how to bring it into your business in a way that doesn't just end up being for a couple of days, but actually ends up being a permanent shift in how you show up in your business. So you can do less and receive more so that you can stop burning yourself out and actually begin to step into what it means to have a magnetic business, a magnetic and successful business. And so again, it's going to be on February 20th and 21st. It's going to be a little weekend immersion. I wish I could do it in person, but not yet, not yet. Retreats will hopefully be back next year. Um, but this is going to be just as juicy and just as amazing and oh, magical as any other events that I've put on. I cannot wait. This has been like bursting to be brought into the world for months now. And so if you are interested in joining again, it's going to be an intimate group. February 20th through 21st. It's called the Divine Femme Weekend Immersion. We're going to be focusing a lot on everything that I've talked about today, but of course, digging deeper into it. I'm going to be sharing some embodiment exercises and expression exercises to really support you in taking what we talk about and the juicy depths that we're going to go into together of how to bring the divine feminine into your business in a real and meaningful and sustainable way, but also taking this and giving you something to work with on a daily basis from that point forward and to also bring to your clients as well too. So if you are interested, jump into the show notes. You can also go to the link inside of my um, Instagram bio. I have it linked there as well. And if you have any questions, you can send me a DM. Um, I didn't make like a landing page or anything for it because I'm calling in the people that just know from like the depths of their heart that this is the weekend immersion for them. And that's a part of the divine feminine as well, too, is knowing that you don't have to do everything in order to be magnetic, knowing that your seductress vibes are enough. And so we're going to be tapping into that as well, too, and really just continuing to break all of the rules of what it means to be a successful online business owner. Oh, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. So anyways, just to do a quick wrap up. Again, the divine feminine is really the version of you that has healthy boundaries, is self-validating, honors emotions, has radiant energy, magnetic, seductress, minx vibes, uh, doesn't get carried away in worry or lack, um, and is so in tune with themselves and trusts themselves deeply. So it's that intuitive energy, that flexible energy, soft, nurturing, and receptive energy, and is emotionally expressive. Whereas on the other hand, the wounded feminine is indecisive. It's dramatic, has needy energy, seeks validation, is, has a victim mentality or zero boundaries and overly critical of themselves and others. And so even just thinking about those two, those two sides of the spectrum, where is it that you are ready to heal? Where is it that you are ready to heal? And know that the healing starts first by expressing and allowing and receiving the emotion fully so that you can move through it. And I hope that you take some time to carve out an hour or two hours once a week or a couple of minutes every single day to start getting into your body. And as you get into your body, you get into your heart. And as you get into your heart, you open up the gateways to receive the divine feminine. 
Mm, this was such a good episode. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Okay, my loves. I hope you have a beautiful week. Enjoy this episode. And I hope that if you loved it, you would be so kind to share that you were listening on social media. Or if you have yet to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, it would be so cool for you to leave a review. It would mean the world to me. Truly, truly, truly. (sighs) All right. I love you all so much. 